You're listening to Not Another Origin Story, the comic book movie podcast. I'm your host, Pogues, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Ben Chapman. Uh, Pogues, I, Ben, am happy to be here on this Wii podcast. Uh, I think it's really exciting uh, to, to finally uh, do the episode that we're doing. I mean, I've been, I've been dying to talk about this movie for ages. I mean, you know me. This I'm is why Frankist. we started the podcast. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm a Frankist, Frankenstein. I'm an I Frankensteinian. I'm sorry. Hold on. I'm an I Frankensteiniac. I'm. Oh, mm-hmm. I, I got it. I'm an I That's it, right? Sure, sure. Just keep that one. Just keep I would have called you an I Frankenhead, maybe. <laughs> no, that's nothing. That's nothing, you idiot. Um, or you're an I. You're a Frankenstein completionist. You like to see every <laughs> terrible fucking spinoff of a book. I'm an I Frankenstein's monsteraniac. Uh, as you all know, I'm a big fan of um, the monster from Frankenstein's creation that only appears in the I Frankenstein short-lived comic and short, shortly badly received movie, <laughs> um, which is the movie that we've done here in this podcast, uh, which I hope for most people is a title where they go, huh, didn't know that was a comic book. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That's definitely what I thought when I first I watched the movie, and I remember at the end the credits came up, and it was like based on. I was like, "What? What? It's like this. This couldn't have been based on anything. It was uh, barely I, based on a script." Yeah, uh, I do love. Uh, I do love a lot about this film, folks. I had a very good time watching it at one in a one in a seventy five one point seven five speed. Did you Did you buy it on YouTube? <laughs> No, I have a Chrome extension, um, but I uh, uh, I will say that a lot of the fight scenes, and specifically when uh, when our man here was trying to run, uh, I highly recommend it at Benny Hill speed because it's uh, Chef's kiss. Yeah, I mean it couldn't make any of the effects look worse. This movie has some very questionable effect work, especially the shots of the gargoyles flying. Yeah. Do you remember, like, there was an era where Sega Genesis was putting out a lot of games that had live acting in them? Mm-hmm. And then everything else was sort of, yeah. like, drawn drawn animation around them? You know what I mean? That's what yeah. this movie was, but it came out, like, five years ago. It, it, the, my, my favorite part is, when the gargoyles fly, their wings just go up and down in the same animation. There's no, like, yeah. fluidity to it. There's no naturalness to it. It's just an animation of wings, like, moving forward and moving back in a pattern which could not keep anyone aloft. It, but to it denote also, that they're flying, the gargoyles kind of also like bob up and down like a, <laughs> like a yeah. bobber when you're fishing. You know, just that sort of popping up and down. And I was like, <laughs> why are they moving like this? It is very like, disheartening. I also like like for no conceivable reason, they're not angels because that's yeah. where they're from. I don't, there's I don't a, think there's any lore that says gargoyles are frozen angels or any kind of thing that connects no. gargoyle stru- sculptures to angels i don't know why it's so doing... <laughs> confusing why they're gargoyles and then more confusing is when they're first introduced there's just two gargoyles out in like a farm cemetery like a yeah. small cemetery in the middle of nowhere that appears to have been abandoned for centuries Some judging Eastern by the over abandoned cemetery where i guess they perch forever hoping that something cool happens and the and only appears, reason they come the to way, life is because he gets in a fight that they're high-ranking gargoyles yes learned. <laughs> but what i Wait. loved is like they don't react when the demon shows up and tries to kill frankenstein's monster they only react when frankenstein's monster manages to kill one of the demons and they're like hey what's going on over there what's that <laughs> like about? just so oblivious i love that whole the whole beginning of this movie because it begins with this introduction that we get 
that says, hey, everyone watching, remember Frankenstein? Of course you do. But here's what you didn't know <laughs> after the credits. Here's... It was essentially an attempt at a sequel to the famous book. <laughs> what I love is the movie starts with a Cliff Notes version of the Cliff Notes for Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. They're like, there's a guy, he makes a monster, I kill his wife, he dies. I'm like, wow, you guys are really selling short so much of what's actually a pretty decent story. I want more movies to be the sequel to a famous work of literature and to disrespect the literature so quickly as this movie did. Yeah, it's like the film starts and they're like, oh, you know what was dumb was that well-celebrated and beloved book. Let's face it, way better than Uh, Dracula. Welcome to my new film, A Tale of Three Cities. <laughs> um, now, what you need to know... Some shit. I don't know. What you need to know is there's two cities and a guy sacrifices himself at the end. <laughs> Anyways, I left and I've been living in the third city. I mean, like, they could not have done a worse, like, first grade book report of <laughs> Mary Shelley. Like, they skip over it's, so it's much. Like the- and and there's so much like fun they could be having with the source material. Yes, and you know, also th- that's the biggest problem with this whole movie. There's so much fun or irreverence they could be taking with all of this. Kind of like the, the, the I know it was also a failure, but when they did like um, like Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, yeah, you know that kind of thing. They even though they made that mostly too serious, when they went into that movie, they're like, this is gonna be kind of. The concept alone will amuse people enough to come see it. But this movie said, no, no, we're going in hard. We want to be convicted of this idea. Uh, Which I, again, that, it's just like, it's just like Romeo and Juliet really wanted to fuck, but their family said no. But then they died. But but not explaining how they died. Yeah, not like being like, oh, they took, she took a drug to make herself look like she was asleep. No, it's just like, they, they both ended up killing themselves or something. Anyways, this is really a story about that guy that Romeo got Anyways, in a sword fight with. They, they did fuck, and I came out of it. It's me, Dracula, for some reason. Like, that's that's the gist this movie lays down for I you. rule it. That's their child. Yeah, it's it's really dumb. I mean, like, I my first note is, was literally just like, wow, this is the worst synopsis of Frankenstein I think anyone yeah. has ever given. Like, people who haven't read the book could give you a better synopsis yeah. of the book. Which doesn't bode well for a movie about Frankenstein's monster. Yeah, like 30 seconds in, I was like, well, this is going to be worse than I remember it being. Because I was like, they have a tenuous grasp on who Frankenstein and his monster were. It's like you're about to watch a book report about someone who didn't read the book. And the minute they say the first sentence, you're like, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. Yeah, like you read the the first page and the last page. And then like the teacher called on you and you're like, here's hoping I got this down. Uh, But we open... We, we open on this, uh, on Frankenstein, Barry, sorry, Frankenstein's monster, mm-hmm. Adam. Well, not, not, he's just Frankenstein's uh, monster right now. Ba- burying Frankenstein, and then. Because yes. Frankenstein and then, and, followed him to a windy place and died of hypothermia. Which and is then he dragged him back of... to his family graveyard for some reason, which like, yes. he knew about. Yeah, he knew, he, he for some reason knew where Frankenstein, a man who, according to the opening, created him, then immediately threw him off a bridge like he was Rasputin <laughs> in like a lot, like in like a Houdini rap, like with chains. I was like, how is he trying to kill this guy? Yeah, I love, I love the shortening of what is the most important turn in the book is that Frankenstein, Dr. Frankenstein realizing, 
um, how, how he's violated the the laws of human life and created a monster. That is summed up with like, I've done it, I've done it. Oh, dip. This sh- I should have done it. Yeah. Ooh, mistakes were made, guys. Mistakes were made. <laughs> it all happens in one moment. Like he's like, I've done it. I've created this. Oh shit, he's ugly. Oh, he's probably mean. I'm gonna oh, get him yeah. out of here. Instant regret, man. Like you know, like like post nut clarity. We're like, oh, I shouldn't have been watching that gross porn. Oh, I feel bad about myself. It's. I also the other thing I love is when he kills him too. It's like broad daylight. He and there's like people walking around. And he just pushes him into a river, and I was like, "What the fuck is going on in this movie?" Yeah, and then he's I don't just understand. like, "So he got married, so I killed her, a life for a life." And it's like, "Wait, who's the dead person in your story, Frankenstein?" Because he brought you to life, and but they they all- gloss over, but then later bring up that Doctor Frankenstein promised the monster a companion. It's like, why not say that in the beginning of the movie if you're gonna bring it up later? But also, the movie spends its time, albeit brief, giving you this introduction, as if to say, here's all the exposition you need to know. But then you find out that the character that you've just had explained to you has actually walked into a different movie. Yes. <laughs> about gargoyles and demons, and you're, he's about to, like us, learn all about them for 30 minutes? Oh, yeah. What I put down <laughs> Fuck was... me. The first 15 minutes oh, of this movie are exposition to set up why Frankenstein's monster is still alive in 2000-ish world. It's, like, crazy. Because, like, after this... What I love is... So the the gargoyles who are at the... This demon just shows up. I don't know how the fuck they found Frankenstein, but they find him. And for some reason, they can walk... This movie has a real problem with, like, demons being able to enter holy places with no... Excuse me. With, like, no qualms. Like, there's no problem with it. I feel like a demon couldn't walk into a church. But anyways... They later mention that their sanctuary is hallowed ground. But then they just walk in. But then they just get attacked openly. So, sure. Uh, All right. um, But there's a... So the the gargoyles find Adam, or, yeah, and they take him back, and they have him chained up. And the one guy's like, oh, Jai Courtney and his his complete lack of acting is like, we should kill him. And this woman's like, what is he? Who is he? And then she's like, oh, it's him. Don't call him it. And then they let him go. And she instantly knows that he's Frankenstein's monster, who Frankenstein is, what's going... And I was like, wait, the scene it's like she directly... Read the yeah, the scene directly before <laughs> this one, none of you know who he is. As soon as you unchain him, you're like, oh, well, now that I've brushed the hair out of his face, this is clearly Frankenstein's monster. And they also posit that in this world, Frankenstein's monster... Uh, Frankenstein is real, right? Because he has to be for the story. But not only is he real, but he's, like, famous as like a mythological character about a doctor who supposedly is, and it's like wait what you know he can't be both he can't be like oh that's just like you know like tesla invented a death ray you know like that's sort of like made up story yeah. and they're acting like and this doctor who's like a world-renowned electrophysicist or whatever they call her knows as if like she watched a documentary on the history channel about the made-up dr frankenstein she's like well he died no but that he's just a myth blah it blah cracked blah me up because because she says in re- the the scientist later on in the film says to the demon who tells her about Frankenstein she's like you know about Frankenstein right and she's like yeah I guess you know it's a myth and then <laughs> his response was <laughs> or she said it was a story written up to scare children and I'm like yeah I know it's called fiction <laughs> it's, it's so great it's, <laughs> and like it's no- not. It's not a spooky tale you tell over a campfire. It's a book you can get from the library. Well, but, then, but then what I love is they're positing the idea that the book doesn't exist, but that Frankenstein does, the doctor. 
And, I, I know, but, which is insane. But what's great, though, is like this guy is like, <laughs> well, what if I told you I could get you Frankenstein's monster? And she is not instantly like, oh, my God, the guy I work for is fucking an idiot. He's yeah, insane. He might as well be like, the Earth's flat. Because, like, imagine somebody being like, oh, I could find you, Ichabod Crane. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the is that you're working on the you're working on like the hadron collider and like you're having trouble getting the the new neutron reaction to work and like the guy who's funding your operation comes in and he goes, "Have you ever read Harry Potter? <laughs> I think magic might help." What are you talking about? Well, we'll shall see. I'll bring you back a wand tomorrow. But then what's even better um, is, it's like, not like he's like, well, what if we could find his notebook? Which would have made sense if that's what he said. But he's like, what if sure, we could sure. find his monster? And she's, she's like, he'd be 200 years old. And he's like, well, who knows? He was the only person Again, of his kind. He could live he'd forever. Be, he'd be 200 years old and fictional. <laughs> but I love though he's, he's like, well, he was the first of his kind. Who knows how long he could live? It's like, that doesn't make any sense. The first human's not still alive. I mean, just because you get shocked and brought back to life also, doesn't mean you never Also, sir, die. law of averages, yeah. <laughs> I don't think he'd be alive. And her reaction is just like, what a kooky guy. Not like, oh my God, I've been taking money from an idiot. I know, I know. It's, it's phenomenal. But, but that all comes after this movie says, all right, are you yes. excited for 30 minutes of us? Look, I, I, I make a mistake in my, as a, as a dungeon master of the D the D games that I run where I get too excited about my own material. And I spend too long describing a scenario rather than letting the players experience it. And this movie makes that mistake from start to finish. Yes, <laughs> it is. It, I mean, the whole beginning is like, here are all the laws, rules, origins, details, weaknesses, and strengths of all of the characters <laughs> now, in when this you, film. When you kill demons, they they descend back into hell, and you're oh, but no, when you kill us, we we ascend back into heaven. So it's like it feels like the gargoyles. Like, would they even care if they die? Like, I mean, oh no, I'm going to heaven. Bummer. And then they, they <laughs> vaguely suggest later when their leader is captured that now they can't get reinforcements because she's like. The one with a radio to yes. God, I guess. And it feels like when you have uh, a church it was like, that appears it's, it's to be like seven more... city blocks, I think you could maybe talk to God if you were left by the Archangel Michael. Yeah. This isn't like World War Two, and you lost your radio operator. <laughs> like, it's... it's so weird. And then the scene, this, yeah, like it's just like their idea is like, well, without her, we can't get reinforced. And it's like, but you said at the beginning there was only know. so many of you, and you're hey, outnumbered. Dude, if you could get hey, reinforced... Gabriel? Just like fold your hands, man. <laughs> just just send up a prayer to God, my dude. Or like you, I don't know too. Like in the world they posit is God's like, all right, I need you guys to take care of demons on Earth. I'm only gonna send 500 of you until you tell me you need more. Oh wait, I could just I guess send my sure. entire host so, to kill all the demons. So how do I, I can t- make an endless you? supply of you? I'm God. <laughs> Well, well, we'll send one person who can talk to me because I don't want to get a bunch of. I, I don't want like a uh, big. I don't want a big group chat or anything. There's <laughs> a reason why I put my phone on silent, guys. <laughs> Ugh, wish I had never taught humans to pray. Uh, but yeah, it's folks, so I have, weird. I have to ask something to you because when they are showing him that they have this hall full of consecrated weapons, which are all just you know a couple of medieval swords, and then just a bunch of kooky shit, yeah, like weird weird katana arm guards and like just blunt staffs that are somehow better than a blade for no conceivable reason. Um, I mean, I don't get it. Do you just have to touch someone with consecrated metal and they die? I mean, why does it have to be a blade at all? 
Because like, he uses blunt weapons. And then why not bullets <laughs> later on? Like, I, I actually, I actually had a note that was like, couldn't you just stamp that cross onto a bunch of bullets and just walk around shooting demons? Yeah, like, they have no recourse to stop you. I don't understand any of the logic. Because, well, I mean, when, when, when he's around in like 1795, theoretically, they're just using medieval weapons and they've consecrated them with... I, what I, so help me out here, Pokes. I wrote this in my notes. Uh, as someone who majored in religion... Is that symbol like a version of the crucifix, or is that it's, just like a yeah. super cross? They invented no, the, the <laughs> it's. I think it's actually uh, like Greek Orthodox. That's the way they they depict the. Cross. Is that what it is? Yeah, it has like no extra meaning. It's not like a, it's just like a think, version. Do you of think the cross. he just said it? Do you think the, the 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 prop designer just said this looks neat? I think he was like, well, if we just do a cross, we don't want to offend Christians, <laughs> so we'll make it a tri cross. Oh, it's like uh, a cross, but, yeah. but three times is cool. What I also have to wonder is, is do you have to bless, like, does somebody have to bless it? Nope, or you just have you to, just have the to cool draw symbol? the, yeah, you could just write, you could draw that magic marker on anything and just throw it at a demon and it'll explode. But, but anything kills a gargoyle. Yes, apparently, because it seemed like just <laughs> demon's claws killed them. Like, one of them died because a demon clawed his back. I was like, I don't think that could kill a normal person, let alone a, a, a gargoyle. Also, like, the gargoyles appear to be when they're in gargoyle farm. It's made, made of stone. stone. So yeah. it seems like they'd be, I don't know, impossible to kill with bladed weapons because yeah, you think stone you think is sort of the... <laughs> you think the trade-off would be that demons are sort of fast and, and agile and, uh, uh, and, and, and... And just and, have numbers. And, and cunning. And they have numbers. And so their weakness is that, is that, um, is that they can be easily, easily slain by the right weapon. And then the gargoyles are limit, limited in number uh and uh and and they're hard to kill because they're made of stone and and, and big and brutish that was the if that was the setup i mean that would at least be cool that that means the, the fights would look interesting because then like one gargoyle could like slug his way through multiple like fast-moving vampires but no they just sort of vaguely suggest they're all just superhuman and they all move with the same speed and like inaccurate flying mechanics like you mentioned oh, and, God. and so all Watching the fights are just boring each time they cut to it, you're just like, you guys oh really should have just made them angels and given them wings. It would have looked less fucking dumb. I don't yeah, know why they weren't just like, give all these guys wings. The gargoyles look like the first render that you would do of a 3D character that you would then add detail to. But they yeah. don't. Yeah. They're just gray. He's they're just, just a wireframe. Yeah, and they're not even like cool design gargoyles with different and, like shapes and colors. Like, and then just like the gray. other thing, yeah, the thing that's also weird is. They're all identical. When they're gargoyles, yes. they all look identical except for the, the boss. When they're not gargoyle form, though, they all look different, and some of them are women. But when they're gargoyles, they still just look like the male gargoyles because they only made that one model, and they've just been doubling it up for the film. I know. It's really like, dumb. Angels with golden spears would be ten times cooler to watch in a fight. Yeah, with, and, like, and you could put like all people. sorts of limitations on them, like oh, like you know, oh, they they're gargoyles during the day, but at night, you know, like do it like that cartoon, sure. you know, like oh, Why they not? turn into angels, or uh, you know, they can only go so far outside I mean, of the the church to fight demons or something. It would have added fifteen more minutes of exposition, and I don't know if I could have standed that. But uh... <laughs> yes, I, here are the things that I loved about the exposition. They explain that how the weapons work, um, the, how demons go to hell, how gargoyles go to heaven. 
the exact breakdown of who has more numbers, the fact that when gargoyles die, they just leave behind a tabard that they don't appear to be wearing during the movie. I know, but it's I like, know. It's like, what happens? They ascend, and then they leave a nice tapestry with this cross on it. And you're just like, oh. But this... This is really weird. And then... This all... Co- oh, go ahead. Oh, there, there's a part in the movie, and this is this is what like I think sums up this movie well. There'll be exposition about something, and then the very next scene is like, just kidding. There's a scene where they get mad at Adam because he kills a demon, uh, two demons in an alleyway. And they're like, we fight in the shadows. You can't just be out. The very next scene, 2,000 demons are running over rooftops and are being exploded by gargoyles in the middle of like what's downtown Paris. And no one's supposed I'm supposed to be like, wait, you guys just said this is supposed to be a secret battle. This could not be more visible no. to everyone. There's like <laughs> giant lights shooting up in the sky. There's which fire bad, everywhere. Which and nobody, no police show up. No, nothing happens. And it's bad for both sides. They both need to operate in the shadows, to, especially yes. the demons, to, to succeed. Uh, because the, the gargoyles are just sort of staking themselves out, um, hiding in plain sight as actual gargoyles or just living in their temple or whatever. But yes. the demons, the, the demons, demons appear, are all dressed like they're agents from the Matrix, right? And they can, they apparently could form corporations and, yes. and live and live full lives. Apparently, they didn't think to set any of their shit up less than ten feet. From yes, the, apparently the only place they're where on gargoyles the, exist. They're on the <laughs> other side of a block from the temple for the gargoyles. Like if you were and like, like <laughs> all right, we need to build this thing where we're going to unleash our secret plan. How close should we put it to the people who will want to stop us? I think they should be able to see us. Like, give them a sporting chance. They don't, they don't even remotely address the idea that there are other gargoyles elsewhere. Because no. there aren't really gargoyles in a lot of other cultures' designs. Yeah, <laughs> so it's, it's pretty much a European thing. It's pretty much going to be like London and France. That's it, guys. Maybe Germany. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like most of medieval Europe. Yeah, some Spanish, like some Spain. But there's there is absolutely no reason to suggest that the demons can't just spread all over the globe. Well, they, and I guess they even says they even they says must at one be. point, I have places all over the world. And you're just like, oh, yeah, okay. Well, then you're doing a terrible job, gargoyles. You fucking you fucking boned this shit because there's, there appear to be just fifteen of you, and you all live in Notre Dame. Yes, like <laughs> in the in Which, a cathedral, by the way, this somehow always uh, lit from the inside. Which is, by the way, is a place where tourists are all the time. <laughs> yes. Yeah, like, this thing exists, like, in the middle of, like, a metropolitan city, but no one appears to visit it. There don't appear to be any priests Do they live there. Above the so there's gift just shop? <laughs> so there's just, like, a church that no one ever enters. And nobody's like, boy, this is a lot of real estate we're wasting. Does <laughs> anybody know those gargoyles keep moving? Which, like, I guess, was that the fire that we had? Uh, yeah. last year was that was that the demon battle that led to that fire we had at the Notre Dame Cathedral yeah it's just so it's um, so dumb and they do that like multiple times in the movie where they're like blah 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 and then the next scene they're just like ah, we forget that we, we shouldn't have brought that one up but I also love act- that demons when they turn into demons it's just their head they still stay in their like Armani suits and just <laughs> their head regular, is regular hands and is yeah, like is uh, again, no tails the cliff yeah. notes version of like what a demon is like somebody yeah. is like what do demons look like and they're like they, they got weird faces and we put weird things in their mouths so the actors can't talk which means every time someone's a demon you're like i don't know what the fuck's going on because i can't understand these people because yeah, they no. put these terrible prosthetics in their mouths including the director who is the big hulky demon at the end who yeah gets th- no he's not the director is he he directs yeah, the it, movies too i thought uh, he just director, wrote them 
Oh, no, the writer, sorry. You're right. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the guy writer. who wrote the yeah. comics, yeah. Which, he's doing that voice again. So in my mind, I'm like, that must be his voice. Yeah, which that's is how he, that's how he, again, love him. Fucking amazing. <laughs> guy's like um, eight, the guy's like 7'4", and has a voice like he's a like a rock tumbler like it's just, just the deepest cool voice and just writes cool fan fiction of his other of his other stories <laughs> and, and, and i will say this on paper if you were to be like oh here's the idea frankenstein's monster's still alive demons are trying to hunt him down because they want to figure out how to raise the dead because the dead don't have souls and they can then uh possess them and they're and they're trying to be stopped by an army of beings who were left by the archangel michael to protect or gabriel or whatever you'd be like oh that's like an intri- that could be an interesting idea like the premise isn't the worst premise in the world but its execution is the worst like even though like i'm not saying it would right. be like a great movie like you'd be like holy shit this is citizen kane but it would be like a good popcorn like like the first mummy movie you know where you're just like oh this is fun to watch it's dumb but there's a plot, things the, are happening, opening, I'm enjoying it. But instead you're just like, what the fuck is going on? But the opening, actually the mummy's a great point, but the opening should be more like that. Because what should have started this film is that you observe the demons and and uh, the demons and angel or, 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 and, and uh, gargoyles fighting. Well, actually, no, write it out. The demons and angels fighting. Yes. You observe that at the beginning of the film and you sort of get the stakes that there's a, a war for the mortal realm cool and then they're talking about well these demons uh hunt um these demons are are searching for a way to find mortals with no souls so they can consume them by making deals with them or whatever you know what i mean some some idea where like that's that's a premise they're hunting right get that all out there right in the beginning because by the way that's the plot of this movie they don't get to it until very late uh but also to me I, i was like do they need to explain who frankenstein is Right, but but they should just yeah, because they should just set that part up because that's the complicated part. And then after they talk about that, it goes and they found one with no soul who's roamed the earth for you know a long, long, long ass time. Uh, it's Frankenstein. Everyone's yes. gonna be like, "Ooh, interesting." You know, I know who that is. No it, need to show me yeah, a vignette it, of what the book is. And I feel like too, because you do such a poor job of explaining the plot of the book. There was no reason to do it because everybody know. knows the basic story. Dr. Frankenstein brings and the guy again, back to life and he's a monster. The story of Frankenstein has nothing to do with the story of this movie. No. He is he is a passenger on a different movie's plot line and it is very confusing. And that is that is my biggest problem with this whole movie front to back. Because, yeah, the, 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 the explanations of all this demon gargoyle stuff is overwrought and yes the cgi is lackluster and the fights aren't uh terrifically choreographed but the biggest problem is that the core character has provides nothing of interest because he is like an encino man because they indicate that he has disappeared from the world for 280 years as a long he is just shy of three centuries he has left civilized society and before he left by the way he was a monster with very little concept of what his life was before Frankenstein reanimated him. So he knows almost nothing about modern society, even then in 1795. He is restored to to modern times, which he suddenly appears in downtown Paris with a modern haircut that I guess he gave himself, uh, a bunch of clothes I guess he found, and somehow, somehow, Pogues, no one sees him and goes, you stink, like nothing yes. I've ever smelled before because you are a dead body that has lived in the woods for 300 years and you don't know what soap is. <laughs> yeah, because every time they show him, he looks like he just got done changing the oil in a car with his face. 
he's so greasy. But that's my problem. Is like he's Encino Man, right? He doesn't know anything that's going on. He barely understood what a carriage was then, and he now is seeing cars and cell phones and computers and cameras and like whole cities. Yet he struts in like he's just like, "That's yeah, fine. I got it." Yeah, and it's then fine. like the thing that's crazy is they they create this world. So he meets with the gargoyles. They want him to stay, and for some reason he's like, "No, I don't want to just live here. I'll go live somewhere else where I could just live here and be left alone too, because you guys don't really give a fuck." So he lo- he leaves and he walks out to a forest and he's like, the demons came for me and I took out my aggression. It's just like three of them show up and he kills them. He's like, so I decided I have to hunt them down. It's like, why? It was just three of them. And they found you in the woods. Like, but just he stays, keep moving. He like, stays completely off the radar for 300 years. And yeah, only, and that's what, and that's what's all so of a dumb. sudden. But what's so dumb is like, why does that motivate him to come back? I he, no already, he already knew they were hunting him. This is not like a new revelation. So it's like, oh, they they should have built something up. Like he met a woman, or you know, what I mean, if you're gonna do that, he has to have a reason to come back. Make and him they, like Wolverine. You know what I mean? Like yes. he's wandering the wilderness, staying out of the way until it's thrust upon him. But they don't even give him that. Yeah, like That's, it could have been like he met like a, a woman who lives in the woods and like their daughter or whatever, and he starts talking to her, and then the demons show up and they kill they kill her to try to get to him, and then he's like, "That's when I just give me anything," because it just appears as he's like. I went to hide from the demons in the woods. Three of them found me and I killed them. I have to now travel back to the modern world and kill all demons? Like, just wait. They're coming to find you. Like, why not just wait? And that's the central problem here, is they don't even give him tropes. They don't give him anything to work with. No, and and everything appears in this film is, like, a reference to something that never happened. Like, they try to build up, like, he comes back like, they came after me, so now I gotta come after them. And it's unearned. And there's a scene later where him and the doctor, he, she, like, for some reason sets up a really dumb plan to go meet this guy, and Frankenstein's too stupid to know it's a trap. And he's like, I'll come with you. She's like, no, you just stay here and take care of yourself. That's what you're good at. You fucking just met this guy 47 minutes ago. And in that time, all he did was save your life. So I'm not really sure why you're like, like they build up like as if these two have had some sort of relationship prior to this. They've known each other for seven minutes. And she's like, oh, that's just like, like, it's like dialogue out of a really bad romantic comedy. And it's, it, it, it kills me because, you know, like in Thor, like the first Thor movie, when Thor comes to like the mortal realm and he's still like this braggadocious, like godlike greek you know yeah he treats he treats it like it's still medieval times yeah he like smashes that coffee mug because he loves the coffee so much you know what i mean like that stuff is endearing right and there's so much opportunity because he's supposed to be frankenstein a sluggish awkward socially unaware monster and he doesn't have to be like a big lumbering idiot because obviously you want him to be an action hero yeah and you gotta have that scene where he's jacked he should at least be like hellboy right like he should be kind of or at least the way the movies do Hellboy, where he's like big and brutish and doesn't take you know things into account before he goes diving into situations. He and he should be kind of irreverent, you know what I mean? Like that's what makes the character that would make the character interesting. He is not that. He just scowls and goes, "I don't want to fight demons until a demon's go after him." He's like, "Ah, I guess I'll just, I guess I'll do some demon killing, I suppose." Yeah, but I want, I don't want anyone to help me. I mean, and there, I, uh, there I want to use clubs. <laughs> there could have been like so many more interesting things, like when the. Those people found him in the beginning. What if they were like, hey, we can protect, you know, we'll we'll put you in a a cathedral that we have that's like super far up in the wilderness and it it just has a few gargoyles in it and you can live there in peace and no one will bother you. And so he goes up there with him and he lives there and he likes the two gargoyles he's with 
and they, you know, they live there for 200 years, and then one day the demons find him, and they kill the gargoyles, and he, he's the only one who survives, and he's like, oh, I need to go kill these demons, because, you know, and so I'll help the gargoyles, and then make that the movie. But instead, he's just antagonist to every character in the movie for no real reason. The gargoyles hate him for their own stupidity, because his only real problem is they kept the book that they found on the guy's body, which he was trying to bury, and they kept it for some reason. And I cannot, I, I, I can't, I cannot fathom that that one book could possibly contain anything useful. Also, a here's book the from thing: 1795, where he was like, "I electrocuted this man's nipples, and he became alive again." Well, uh, but here's like, also the thing: is I'm fairly certain it's been a while since I've read Frankenstein. Isn't Frankenstein written by Doctor Frankenstein? Isn't it his memoir? Because in the book, he refuses to say how he reanimated the corpse because he doesn't want anybody else to do it. I'm pretty sure the book is his narrative until the very end where there's the epilogue. Yeah, and, and apparently... So it's like, is, his is, book is should also, just be about him hunting down Frankenstein. Uh, apparently that book is also contains sort of like the story of Frankenstein, right? And the no. journal of his creation. So do you, do you think that at some point in the book... Right after he's finished like creating Frankenstein, he turned the page and then and the text just says "oops" in big letters because he regrets what he's done. Like, like does he does he document that in there? Well, that's what I was wondering because at one point after uh, he saves the woman and they have the scene where she gets turned on because he's so jacked, you know, and he's like so ripped and he's got those weird muscles by his groin. Uh, Deeply uncomfortable. Yeah, and there's like so many shots of him like standing there where you're just like, oh, I know that guy had to do like 800 push-ups before this scene and I feel bad for him. And of course, since she's a woman and he's shirtless, oh, there's a moment where she can't, she's like, oh, oh my God, you know, because that's the way every woman is, a guy with a six-pack and they, they forget their doctors and the demons are trying to murder them. Yeah, but, uh, so, so her delicate hands have to work that overwrought torso. Yes. <laughs> Oh, I love a good community reference. Um, <laughs> but what I... So she, like, reads the diary, and then when he wakes up, she's like, oh, he promised to make you a companion. And I was like, was that in his diary about how he made the monster? It was like, by the way, I think, I, I think I'll tell him I'll make him a companion? Or is it, like, the story of Frankenstein is so well-known? And she's like, well, of course. <laughs> Everybody knows the story yeah, the, of this made-up guy. The last page is, I think I'll make him a companion. I'll go tell him, but first I'll check with my wife. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> yes, he, he wrote, oh, no. <laughs> he came back to his journal and wrote, oh, no, before leaving again. Um, before he went and threw a body off a bridge. Uh, but but uh, and that, that, that whole conceit that, that Frankenstein is given no depth like you said no, no concept that he has something to pursue something to do he's not trying to because at the end they imply that he's like given himself a soul by being selfless but again that but is I not don't, a they thing. never that's the thing is they make this big deal about how he doesn't have a soul and then at the end they try to possess him and he's like you couldn't do it and he's like you have a soul it's like when the fuck did he get a soul like and they never explain it he apparently just always had one and no one knew and i was like this he, is so dumb the only thought is that right before that scene, he threw himself like into that machine yeah, to, to protect, protect her, to protect her, and like that gave him a soul. But again, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't present that idea at some point earlier. 
to then to then reap it later on in the movie. They just say it. Yes. <laughs> and it, we're all like, uh, all right. It would have been better if he just got hit by more electricity and became like the Incredible Hulk version of, you know what I mean? Like they cut back to him, he's even bigger and the demon's like, oh no. And he just like rips him in half. That would have been way more interesting. You've than made being, a like, terrible mistake. A now I'm double alive. <laughs> <laughs> Guess what? I also love that they're like, well, with all that electricity, he's faster and stronger than a normal person. You're like, okay. Okay. But then at one point, he's thrown off of a building, and he falls, like, a good, I don't know, 200, 300 feet, and he lands. He's just like, oh, I'm a little sore. It's like, uh, electricity wouldn't stop your bones from breaking. Like, if you want to argue that, like, his heart's super strong and can't be stopped because of electricity, sure, but bones are still going to break, man. <laughs> like, yeah, electricity and- doesn't make bones stronger. This is a big problem in these bad movies is that you've got to give us stakes to the character's mortality so that we understand when things are bad for them. Yes. Because because the idea is conceivably that Frankenstein is a reanimated corpse. So things that would kill a normal person like damage to his internal organs or, um, you know, like poison or whatever. Or aging, hurt apparently. Him. Or aging, sure. I guess I could buy all that. But yeah, like you're right. His bones aren't stronger. His... I mean, maybe he can't bleed because his blood isn't there. I don't know. You can make some conceits to the idea that he's an, a reanimated corpse, but uh, I don't know. Again, I don't know why he's stronger. I don't know why he's good with blunt weapons. Like, yes. I don't understand why any of this is happening. Because when Frankenstein brought him back to life, he made sure to put, like, a brain of a kung fu expert in his inside of him. Because at what I love the shot where he's just on the mountain, and he's just, there's, like, a guy who's clearly not... Uh, Eckhart, or what's his name? That's his name, right? Eckhart the Ecker, the actor. Yeah, yeah. I you can tell it's just a dude in like a wig that's covering his whole face, and he's just out there like spinning his batons like a like the really awkward kid in high school in the trench coat. Oh, the little where he's like on the little like mountain peak, just spinning <laughs> yes, him. Yes, like where he's getting ready to light Jesus one of the, bast- the bastions. He looks to like Gondor. He looks like a kid. <laughs> he looks like a kid that's like standing on like the like the the mall fountain spinning like yes. a, a sword he bought from like the one the one shop that every ball has that sells yes. you swords <laughs> for some reason uh and god forbid you ever hit them with something because they'll shatter but yeah it's like so weird and then I, I don't know there's just so many like bizarre i i don't know they introduce all these gargoyles and there's like ophir and the woman who they say her name like once and i missed it and i was like it's not worth nope. rewinding yeah yeah, and who I thought was Kate Mara again, don't at worry. first in the first shots because it's so dark. I'm like, is that Kate Mara? She was in this movie. I looked at him, I was like, no, that is not Kate Mara. That I guess is like her non-union equivalent. <laughs> but they, those two are in it. They instantly die, and I was like, wait, why did you spend time building up this very weak uh, supposed friendship between Frankenstein and Ophir because they talked once? And then he just dies, and then we find out that the two of them were in love, but they weren't allowed to be together because it's part of the code for gargoyles. And I was like, wait, what? And so she just lets herself die, I guess? Again, from a very superficial wound <laughs> that should not have killed her at all. This, But I was like, why just... introduce these characters? Like, if you're yeah. not going to do anything with them, you're just introducing cannon fodder and giving them names. This movie made me want to go back and watch Blade so badly and yes, I, I, much I don't remember how critical we were of blade on our blade episode but i'm sorry for we all of it we weren't like uncritical about it yeah, except we for that last blade. line we love that it, last line if i was mean to the movie blade i apologize formally right now on this podcast episode because this movie is a 
fart of of blade. <laughs> like this is it is a a ounce of blade, and it sucks. And there is because... definitely you can tell them trying to cash in on the blade sort of thing. Like when they stab demons, they like burst into flames like vampires. And but but he doesn't he doesn't Aaron Eckhart doesn't even say a cool kill line. That is a yeah. travesty. He is Frankenstein. He can't he can't do make a fire bad reference. He, he can't, can't once just say motherfuckers always trying to ice skate uphill. Come on. Yeah, he, he can't say anything. Like he can't he can't find any way to call on like the, he the, doesn't the, kill, the novel he comes from. He doesn't kill one person with a pitchfork. You know, like give <laughs> yeah, me something exactly. from the movie. Yeah, stab someone with a pitchfork. I'm like, now I know why they bring those. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, something. <laughs> something. He's got none of it. Um, in fact, the only kill line that I can recall is that he he kills uh, one of the one of the guys in a warehouse and then says, "Descend painfully, demon." And I was like, yeah. "That's not good, De- even a little." Descend bit. <laughs> in pain, and it's like, oh. yeah, descend in pain, demon. And I was like, that was stupid. And I could see Aaron Eckhart wince as he said it. <laughs> yeah, this is one of those movies where like Aaron Eckhart at this point, I think had been in. I think this came out after Dark Knight, right? Or did it come out before? Pokes, if he could have just killed someone and said, I guess the devil's in the details, you know, anything. Yes. Brilliant. <laughs> just, just, just a little bit of something. Any, there is not, that's another crazy thing about this. Frankenstein movie. couldn't bring you back after this, you know, something like that. <laughs> There's not one attempt at a joke that we could then say no. didn't work. There yeah. are, there, there is no humor in this movie. The only humor in this movie is how dumb the gargoyles look. They look like a fucking flying toaster screen safe. But you or the birds like, in Burton. You could, you thought there could be like a wacky, you know, there's, like a there's wacky plenty of demon or like a wacky yes. gargoyle or something. Or like even just like a bit with like um, him, like a man out of time, like coming back and being like, what the fuck is going on with like cell phones and cars and exactly all this, or, but or like instead the, no nothing or like you, there's that one scene where one of the demons escapes uh frankenstein's early attack on them and uh he gets back and does that classic scene where he tells the boss i escaped and the boss oh, is like yeah. well now i'm gonna murder you um that could have been, like, been called tropey trope town that could have been at least been like a, a, a character actor who's doing like a sniveling character that we can at least like yeah. laugh at uh, like like the like the traitor guy from again the mummy or I don't know yes. just put John Leguizamo in this movie and make him be a wacky demon and I would have been way more invested in it. <laughs> just anything every character is like a one note crap like they introduce uh, Jai Courtney's character who sucks and he's introduced as uh, Eleanor I think is the main lady's name yeah I or guess. Eleanor or something like that. But he's introduced as like her. She's like, this is my most trusted general. Every time he speaks, it is to question her or to complain about her in front of everybody else. And I was like, this is so dumb. Why would this person be your most trusted general if all they do is bitch and fall for a really stupid plan? I also just talking about that real quick. At one point, the demons' actual plan—they think they're coming to get Frankenstein's monster, but really they're trying to get the, all the gargoyles to fly away so they can kidnap this woman. And uh, there's a shot with the gargoyles flying away, and she's like praying before this altar, and the demon is inside the room she's in as the as the gargoyles fly away. Then they cut back to it, and he jumps through a stained glass window that is like an exterior stained glass window. So he left the room she was in ran outside and then jumped through the window 
just so he could make an entrance and grab her. But it was like, wait, why did you show him in the room if he was just going to come through the window in the next shot? It's so bizarre. Uh, yeah, I, just just to, to, to state it out very clearly, no one smiles in this movie, folks. Especially no. not me. But no one, no one smiles in this movie. No one even grins cockily. No one gives a smarmy sort of uh, uh, smirk. Nope, nothing. Everyone is a frown. Everyone walks into every scene and is like, I was sworn to protect this church for some reason. I was sworn to kill everybody. I am Frankenstein. I don't get what's going on here. Like Everyone is just an angry frown from start yeah. to finish. And like I said, with like a small amount of work, this could have been an okay movie to watch. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I mean, like, even with it being bad... I, while watching it, I wasn't like, Jesus, this is like too long or, ugh, I'm complete. Like, it was funny enough to be like, this is really dumb. And like, this plot was enough that I didn't have to pay attention. But it was like, I feel like they could have made an okay, decent movie. And I, I like, the thing that's crazy, I do want to say this, is like, Bill Nighy is in this movie. The bad guy from the first Underworld movie gets brought over, an amazing actor. Even in this piece of shit, he's still trying. And I'm like, I feel so bad for him. <laughs> Because I'm like, he's still trying to bring it, even though he's delivering some of the dumbest lines ever written yeah. since, like, Phantom Menace. He's at least chewing the scene a little bit every time he shows up. But he's the only person who wants to be seen in this movie. Everyone else looks like they're trying to duck out to get to craft services as soon as they can. Well, they just put out the jelly beans. And if you don't get there early <laughs> enough, everybody's touched them. All that's left are the yellow, and it's uh. like, fuck off. <laughs> And I was like, well, thanks thanks for your fucking vegan wraps, Karen, and craft services. Tired of this shit. I know I'm just a stunt guy, but why don't I get hot wings? Uh, I don't think there were stunt guys in this movie because of all the CGI, which is also a tra tragedy. And I, that, that's a different complaint. That's not this movie's entirely this movie's fault because this is the era where we CGI to everything. But it's a massive problem because I think we talked about this on another episode of a different movie. But there's no weight to anybody like no one has any weight or inertia or like shape or form so fight scenes don't matter it's just a it's just it's just a mashing yes. of color and then all that uh, color is is gray and black there's so many scenes where they're like there's demons and gargoyles fly and then it cuts to a long scene where you can't tell what the fuck's happening and there's just like flames going off and you're like so i guess gargoyles if they just fly by with a blade near a demon they just explode because there's no way they could be ki killing this many of them that fast it's so dumb my uh, a thing that i did love in this movie and i don't know if you noticed it the end idea is that um the bad guy prince nabir or something whatever the fuck his name is the demon bill nighy he's been collecting bodies for centuries which just a heads up uh it's very clear in Frankenstein that you can't just go find any corpse that's been dead for that for like 50 years and be like, I guess we can reanimate this one. But his plan oh. is to reanimate all these. And when they go to reanimate them, there's a box on front of each of the corpses that says yes. reanimating process and then shows a percentage like it's a Windows update. Which I implies, love that. Which implies that they, they have a whole fleet of 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 demon coders who are yes. coding ui <laughs> ui interfaces and, for zombie corpses and also we're told and seen when the lady does it you just shock it three times and then it comes to life it's not a process that continues like it's not like you're like okay first we inject this 
All right, now we have to wait 20 minutes. Now we shoot it with the... It's like, shoot it with electricity three times in a row and it comes back to life. Yeah, but then they also say that... We, I've been collecting bodies for centuries, and I'm like, gross, dude. Yeah, those bodies those are not good. good. None of those <laughs> bodies are good. <laughs> a lot of those aren't good, my man. <laughs> yeah, like, people are, like, like for getting into a body, and like, all right, oh, I'm just bones. What the fuck, man? You ever like, heard of like a Like, I don't expect them to cover the fact that the reason people, like, don't revive someone who's been, like, their heart has stopped for more than, like you know a certain number of minutes because of the brain cell and like the they don't address that and that's like that's fine it's a dumb fantasy movie but you can't tell me that some of those guys aren't bones or that yes. some of those guys got into those bodies and was like oh sick this one's all rotted wait a minute can yeah, I, I mean a like, different one <laughs> even if they were in like a freezer unit the body would still decompose eventually like and he's like i've been yeah. collecting them for centuries and he's like this is really dumb and then they're all hanging up in like a scene from the matrix like those box things they're in you know that are like i was like yeah. this is i'm sure somebody was like this is gonna be awesome it's gonna be a room full of, but then when you see it in the movie it's just like a really terrible cgi effect of like these racks that just have things hanging off them but they're not done well so you have no idea what the fuck the rack is it just looks like a room full of racks centered it was just really dumb i just loved though that the that somebody had taken the time to put a a percentage on there yeah uh I, I i do you think when the demons come up they get to like kind of character select when they pick their body I, it seemed like they were just flying into them really. it, you think it's random so you think yeah. you're just like you might get like some old fat farmer from like 1605 yeah some shit and you're like ah oh, damn it <laughs> yeah you get like some ripped dude or like a supermodel and then like the guy next to you is uh like a guy who ate himself to death like in seven <laughs> Or just like a nine-year-old kid, like I don't know what's in these fucking things. I don't know if he, yeah. he had any any. This context. is a this is a seventy-eight-year-old man with two fake hips. I don't think I'm gonna make it. <laughs> and then like it appears that a random body gets, you know, Frankenstein. Like someone yeah, gets yeah. Frankenstein, but fails really cool. because Frankenstein already has a soul. And then like I, they don't explain like does demon possession exist in this? Like because like you know christians you know in the world we live in there's the idea that demons can possess a living person even if they have a soul so does that not work because you seem to be saying that the bible is like a real thing and it says in the bible people can be possessed with and still have a soul so why do you need empty souls like empty bodies they never explain that uh i should also cover something here uh before the end of the podcast uh i stated in the mini episode that i was going to download the comicsology copy of I Frankenstein and read it. Uh, I did download it. I did open it, and I made it four pages. Uh, Pokes, <laughs> it is bad. It is perhaps worse than this movie. Um, it is instantaneously, again, like this film. I can see where they got the inspiration. A lot of unnecessary exposition at the very top without anything interesting having been established or set up or characters even named. Uh, and then they spend the first kind of whole plot line, one of the, like, the older demon, the prince, whatever, uh, trying to find a new body. Which, by the way, when he does, uh, there are no rules about souls or not souls. He just sort of says, ah, this one's good. <laughs> and then that's the conceit. And after I read that happen, I was like, yeah, that's all right. I think I'm all set. <laughs> I think I got the gist. Also, might, the entire I, I novel I takes place... The entire novel takes place, or at least the part I read, which was at least a, at least a, a, four, a quarter of it, uh, took place exclusively in medieval times. 
the hell? At no point goes into like the future Paris, so I don't know where that came from. Honestly, that would be a better movie. Yeah, like the demons figure out, and they're like, "Oh my god, if we could reanimate all the corpses dying of some disease, we could then you know possess all of them because it would be easy because they they don't have a soul anymore because they're already dead." And then we could easily possess them without having to try and fight the person who's inside or whatever, get them to make a pact with us. And then we can take over the world. That would have been more interesting and would have made way more sense. Like, there's no reason for this movie to take place in modern times. Like, there's no purpose whatsoever. Yeah. It's just no, like they just were like, eh. Period you know, costuming totally is too right, expensive. Which only further reinforces the infuriating fact that they didn't even use that scenario for any merit. They yeah. didn't use the future as like a fun Encino Man riff. They just sort of did it because I guess it was easier than making lots of costumes. Yeah, they, they did it so we could see a, a, a doctor wearing riding boots everywhere, which seems like a weird, weird choice for a doctor. The movie is, yeah, uh, it, it's just, it's a thing, I guess. Would you, I mean, we, we're, we're coming to the end, right? Did you have anything else you want to talk about? No, I think you summed it up right there. It's a thing, I guess, uh, yeah. would be my review of review of this Here film. Here would be my That's... review of it. I guess they need to shock it with 5,000 more jewels because this movie was DOA. Dang, son. Dang, son. Get this film some aloe. Uh, no, uh, would you recommend people watch this movie? Uh, no, no. Um, usually I recommend it based purely off of there's either A... An, uh, an amusing performance by a character like say watching uh, Hasselhoff pretend to be Nick Fury mm-hmm. um, th- th- there's nothing like that in this movie no one's trying uh, you, or because there's just like enough cool visuals and like fight scenes there's none of that in this movie or just because it like tries an idea it doesn't quite get there no, no one tried no one, no one even put a, an ounce of effort into this film so no it's a firm no across the board it will bore you to tears uh, I will say it's on Amazon Prime, so it's free. If you have Amazon Prime and you want to watch it, maybe. It's only an hour and a half, I think, or an hour and 35 minutes. So if you have people, you know, you're stuck inside still, and you know, for quarantine, uh, go ahead and <laughs> go ahead and maybe give it a watch. It's not good. You're not going to be like, wow, this was great. But I think maybe it could be fun to make fun of with somebody. Watching it alone, I would definitely say, no, it's not worth it. Just go watch the really weird Mary Shelley Frankenstein movie. I think that would be a better use of your time. Absolutely. And a slightly better rendition of the book. (laughs) Well, I think that's going to be all for this week. Thanks for for listening to our... Oh, I guess we didn't talk about the titular line. Eh, it's probably not worth it. There's just this really bad... There's VO in the beginning, and then once in the middle... And then just at the end for this really bad line where he says, I Frankenstein, which I was like, is that it? like a way people talk? It was not worth uh, it. As you saw in my hilarious intro, no, it isn't. Yeah. It's, it's, they build it up so much. Like, this is a great line. You're like, this wasn't worth the, <laughs> this wasn't worth the buildup. So come back next week. We'll tell you what movie we're doing next. Uh, until then, I got nothing. You know, I, I didn't get a chance to say the one note I had about the sexual tension scene. Does Frankenstein's dick still work?